welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey, welcome back to your favorite podcast couple where we talk about horror movies. And uh, I die a little each time. I am Cindy. I am Josh. Yay. And I brought species to the podcast this week. This month we're doing fucking horror. (laughs) Horror all about fucking. I've tried to bat around it, calling it all kinds of things. And it's the end of the month. I'm going to go ahead and just say it. So species, what year? Let's get into it. Uh, 1995. Okay. I was 15. That's all I got. 1995. This would have been second Clinton in administration. Let's go. I don't know. Fill me in. Clinton was inaugurated in... 92. Yeah. So... Oh, yes. This would have been first. Yeah, the first, yeah. All right. Anyway, 1995. 1995. From a, from a historical perspective. <laughs> Not uh, my perspective. 1995 is the Wait, year. how old were you? Oh, God. Don't ask me to do math. No, you're supposed... Look, we do this every time. <laughs> it's been four years now. You know you need to know your age. 13. All right. You can totally lie. No yeah. one would know. I was two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember 1995. And so were you so after I, I give you the very... But I give you the very, I was going to make a really, really inappropriate gross joke when you said that, but okay. I'm going to let it go. Thank you. Um, that 1985 is the year of the Oklahoma City bombing. Yikes. Remember that? Timothy McVeigh, not a, not a person of color, just a crazy white kid. Like they usually are. Uh, not always, usually. It's also the year the PlayStation was released. Okay. OJ was found not guilty. Ugh, that year. Okay. Uh, That's the first year we heard the word Kardashian. The Dayton peace agreements put it into the Bosnian War. Okay. And on a side note about that, so one of my good friends, Michael Beck. Michael Beck. uh, Who was a history major at Marshall, and I think he's he's got his master's, and I think he's working on his doctorate, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Just all around. All around smarty? human, smart, wonderful person. Okay. He's from Dayton, and he told me that around the time that this happened, he was at the um, at the mall in Dayton, right? Okay. And there was a security detail standing outside of the gap, and the gap was roped off, and no one could go in. Why? And he looked through the window, and Slobodan Milosevic oh. was in there, like, buying khakis. <laughs> He had shit himself and uh, needed to buy some you new know, just pants. Just on a break from like ending a war. Wow! Just you know, that's hilarious. War criminal buying. Uh, and it was long before. Uh, grab your phone. Let me get a picture. Yeah, long before that. Just a war criminal buying some khakis at the Gap. Yep. So he told me that, and it as you do stuck with me because that story is that's wild, hilarious. That's so, wild. It's also the year that Toy Story was released. Wow. Toy Story. It's been around forever. I didn't read. I mean, I guess I knew that. I saw that in the theater. I knew that, but I guess I didn't know that. Are you ready for some people that were born in 95? Yeah, hit me up. Uh, Post Malone. These are mostly singers. Okay. Dua Lipa. Yep. Patrick Mahomes, quarterback (laughs) for uh, Kansas City. Yep. And shout out to your oldest child. Doja Cat. Oh, he does love Doja Cat. Yeah. 
Now, time to get sad. People that died in 1985. <laughs> Donald Pleasance. Mm-hmm. Dr. Loomis himself. Okay. From the Halloween movies. Okay. Uh, Easy E. Yeah. AIDS. Mickey Mantle. Okay. Uh, Jerry Garcia. Oh, wow, yeah. I weirdly remember exactly where I was when I found out Jerry Garcia was dead, and I didn't even know who he was. Really? Yeah. I remember it came on the news. I was in New Jersey visiting my uncle. <laughs> so was I. And my, they, my parents, like my dad and my uncle were talking about it, and I was like, who's that? And my dad's like, oh, it's the guy who liked to dick around on guitar with his friends. <laughs> Um, my, uh, my family felt differently. <laughs> wow, different. <laughs> Very different. Uh, okay. Also, Dean Martin. Shout, oh, that's Shout sad. out to Steubenville, Ohio. Is that where he's from? Is that where he hails from? Yeah, it's where he, it's where whatever higher power exists made a baby with an olive oil voice. <laughs> It's like, here's this baby that can sing like a motherfucker. Olive oil voice. It is what it is. It's mildly racist. Continue. <laughs> In an odd way. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's talk about species. Species. July 7th, 1995 is when this movie was birthed. Birthed. That's when it was public. brought forth. Yeah. Uh, this movie is directed by Roger Donaldson. Who, who is that? He directed a weird collection of movies. He directed No Way Out, a Kevin Costner action film. All right. Cocktail. Oh. Remember that movie? I, yes. Where Tom Cruise does Co- that's where we get drinks. That's where we get Kokomo. And he also directed The Getaway. Okay, with uh, that's Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. Kim Basie, and that thing was awful. Uh, Dante's Peak. That was, Okay. I don't remember enough to make a judgment on that. I had to be quiet. This movie was written by Dennis Feldman, who... Regis Feldman's child. <laughs> who wrote... I guess that's a no. Two other movies. Okay. And I'm going to say these, and you're going to be like, it's weird that there's a line between those movies. Okay. And it's this man. The Golden Child. The That's an Eddie Murphy movie, yes. isn't it? Okay. Where he has to protect the Dalai Lama. Yeah. And the Jamie Lee Curtis film, Virus. <laughs> Okay. The same. That's the same writer you said? The only movie Jamie Lee Curtis regrets making because she was like, it was bad. It's a bad, <laughs> bad movie. movie. So that's your, that's your director and that's your writer. Let's get to the people that have more cachet in the horror world. Whose uh, names are uh, on So the composer <laughs> is Christopher Young, who did the scores for Nightmare 2, Hellraiser, Hellraiser 2, or Hellbound. Uh, Flowers in the Attic. Hey. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's where I chime in. Tales from the Hood. <laughs> Fucking love Tales from the Hood. Hey. Uh, you think it? You think I'm joking. It's like a legit really good movie. I'm I, okay. I Probably end you. up watching it and you'll be like, man, Tales from the Hood is fucking awesome. Um, Drag Me to Hell. Okay. Also fucking awesome. And Sinister, which got voted the scariest movie of all time by some like weird cinema score thing. All right. So there you go. There you go. Uh, he's the composer, and <laughs> we get a little uh, connection to Poltergeist 2. And? Because H.R. Giger, the man who designed and created the alien and alien, right. All right. comes back to design species. Yes, and the train in this movie. 
there's a train and boop. Okay. So there you go. All right. A uh, little HR Giger action. Now the cast of this thing is actually impressive because it has an Oscar winner in it. All right. Ooh. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> so this is a Natasha Henstridge, her first movie. All right. Um, I know that name from movies in the nineties. Like her, I, but I don't know. I don't know uh, who she is off the top of my head. Yeah, she's very pretty. Um, I remember watching this movie because I saw the trailer and I was like, she looks fantastic. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, this is her debut. She would go on to be in Species 2, Species 3, and John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars. All right. And then a slew of other stuff that is super forgettable. Uh, Michael Madsen is in this. Okay. From Reservoir Dogs, the Kill Bill films, and the Hateful Eight. Okay, so I'll recognize his face. I'm sure I've seen those oh, movies. Yeah. yeah, he's Mr. Blonde. I won't. I don't know enough. The one that tortured the cop in the little dance. I don't. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't retain anything from these most movies. Yeah. I retain that. Okay. <laughs> I retained him killing, like, cutting a cop's ear off while yep. he's dancing. Uh, how about an Oscar winner? All right. Ben Kingsley. <laughs> what? Uh, ben Kingsley is in this? Yes. The man who would go on to like win a Peabody for his portrayal of Otto Frank, Oscar winner for the, his portrayal of the Dalai Lama. Oh, Gandhi. No, Gandhi. It was Gandhi. Even Jesus. Okay. So before we watch Species. I mean, Species, you got to pay the bills, right? Before we watch Species, um, I'm not going to show you the whole movie, even though I think you would love it. I'm just going to show you a scene from this movie. Um, ben Kingsley's in a movie called Sexy Beast. <laughs> And he plays what you would assume the exact opposite of Gandhi is. All right. And he is goddamn terrifying in it. All right. Uh, also, he was uh, Schindler's right-hand man in, yes, in he was. Schindler's List. Yes. He's the one that, like, has to console Schindler when he's like, this ring, I could have saved more. He was, uh, he was his personal secretary. So he's the guy who actually wrote Schindler's List. That movie. Yeah is sad sure is um that's a horror movie yes that we will not be watching uh alfred molina's in this okay spider-man 2 yeah boogie nights <laughs> right all right the firecracker kid is in his house gosh okay uh, magnolia <laughs> forest whitaker this has, you're right this is an impressive lineup yeah forest whitaker all right first Movie I wrote down to talk about with Forrest Whitaker. Phenomenon. Battlefield Earth. Okay. He is in Battlefield Earth. I know he's in Battlefield Earth. Then. Uh, he's in Rogue One. Okay. Out of the Furnace. And then I want to end talking about Forrest Whitaker. He was also in Phenomenon. Because Forrest Whitaker is in two of the best worst movies ever made. Okay. Like, yeah, he maybe won an Oscar for Last King of Scotland. Blah, 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 blah. He's in Street Kings, which is the shittiest Keanu Reeves action movie and it's so much fun. It's okay. so bad it's good. And he's one of the two cops that have to retrieve Jean-Claude Van Damme when he's fighting in the Kumite. <gasps> Kumite! Kumite! <laughs> nice. I Forrest fucking Whitaker. Fucking love Bloodsports. <laughs> and anytime I can get it into a conversation it's gonna happen. Yeah. Just be aware. Kumite! Uh, so the last two people, I got Mark Helgenberger, who was in CSI, Aaron Brockovich, and the first Bad Boys. Bad Boys. I saw that in the theater. Yeah. And then playing a young Natasha Henstridge 
is Michelle Williams. Really? Yeah. Um, How old? The star of Blue Valentine, yeah. Shutter Island, uh, Halloween H two O. Yeah. But I'm a cheerleader. Oh yeah, she was. <laughs> Michelle Williams. Yep. Famous uh, ex of Heath Ledger, mother of his child. All right, so this is the part of the podcast where Josh shows me a poster of the movie, and I predict the plot uh, to hilarious failure. Species, it looks like an alien merging into a woman. Two becomes, oh, sorry. Two decades ago, scientists sent a message to space. This is the reply. I think it's going to be an alien and a human have an offspring that um, is uncontrollable and violent in some way. And that is the new species. Thank me later. (laughs) I think this movie is available on Blu-ray from Shout Factory. Okay. Is it on? We'll be watching this. I think if you're going to rent it, you got to buy it. Like you got to pay to rent it. I'm sorry. I don't think it's streaming on anywhere. Oh, well, sorry guys. So throw in like the, Two ninety nine or whatever. Is rent. it worth it? We'll let you do. I mean, it's got a lot of nudity. <laughs> so that's why it was a big deal to you as a That's teen? your thing. And we're recording this just after Valentine's Day. So. So if you want to like get your tummy all twisted up with weird. You want to get your taint tickled. <laughs> nudity. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. We love you. <laughs> Mind the doors. <laughs> In January, a message from an extraterrestrial source was picked up at the Parks Observatory in Australia. A new sequence of DNA, friendly instructions on how to combine it with ours. This growth is amazing. The decision was made to terminate the experiment. We have a serious emergency on our hands. I want a team to track her. Hunt her down. You created a monster. Now you want us to kill it. We decided to make it female so that it would be more docile and controllable. More docile and controllable. I guess you guys don't get out much. She wants to have a baby. She'll kill anyone that gets in her way. I wouldn't hurt you. Yes, you would. I just don't know it yet. She can have a dozen babies. She can lay a thousand eggs. Something's wrong. Oh! She's here! Get out! Open the damn door! Hey! Oh, God.
We finished watching Species. What did everyone think? <clears throat> Talk amongst yourselves. Are you I want to hear. I wish that movie had more nudity in it. <laughs> Is that what you were wishing? There's a shitload of nudity in that Very, movie. Yeah. Wowzers. I think we both agree that the uh, the only real problem... The only real plot hole in this movie is that there's no way she could walk around in just a bra and not find a guy to fuck her. Um, like, that was the most unbelievable yes. part. That is the most unbelievable part of this movie. Yes. Like, I, I agree. <laughs> okay. Oh, species. Okay. Let's just dive in and talk about this movie. Cindy, let's just walk through the plot. Like, tell me what happens. Um, alien, an alien species makes contact with Earth. And gives us a new DNA code for a special type of alien human that is sent to destroy us from the inside. And she is gorgeous. We think. Because that's just a theory that's tossed out by one of the characters. Oh. Right? Like, no one knows what the fuck's going on in this movie, except for Forrest Whitaker, who knows everything that's going on in this yes. movie. Yes. His, I totally understood why we had um, something that some of the characters in our little, you know, gang, our little troop. But the empath really pissed me off, like a lot. Sometimes, like when she was sitting in the car, not thirty yards from him, he had no idea she was there. But other times, he can sense where she is and where she's going and what she's thinking. And, like, that's not... Hmm, it's almost weird. like he exists solely to drive the plot forward. Yeah. Like, they had no... They had no... Almost like a really uh, lazy... I think we're about to hear a story. Screenwriting tool. And I think there's a story here. No, it's just... Oh, okay. Lazy fucking writing. I thought you were getting ready to tell us, you know, well, so the background of this... I mean, well, let, well, hold on. Let me uh -oh. let me double back and read you the MDB synopsis. Okay. Go from there. So IMDB has... A group of scientists try to track down and trap a killer alien seductress Ooh. before she successfully mates with a human. I refuse to call her a seductress. A, that's a demeaning phrase and it's dumb. B, because there isn't a male counterpart. Uh, B, she is doing what a mammal does. Sorry. Is she a mammal? Yes. Because she has to mate. The way, let's let's think about the ways that, someone's, that something's a mammal, number one. It has a live birth. Check. Two, produces, oh, she produces something from her boobies, doesn't she? But she has dick nipples. She has dick nipples. Um, but like the way that, the way that she has like to. Like full on like snake dick nipples. Yes. That she uses to kill people with. Right. So, it, yes, she is a mammal. She is trying to mate with a human to produce a half breed. Oh, God, Sharon. Thank you. Um, Doesn't yeah, sound as good with his voice. Bas basically, the the plot of this movie is um, scientists make a big old mistake. They're like, okay, they get a they get a little whoops from outside our, our solar system. Yes, thank you for this genetic code. We will make a baby, and then the baby grows really fast. And they're like, oh fuck, we got to kill this baby. <laughs> and then they and then don't. The baby punches through a window escapes her like fly to cocoon thing that they built for her right <laughs> escapes from the facility she's at on a train like a hobo drifter right 
Well, after killing a hobo drifter. Yeah. That, and then, that was another thing. How could they, they knew, like, she's left her mark on this man. No, she didn't. She grabbed him by the throat and threw him. How does that, how is that leaving a mark on somebody? I didn't understand that. I like that. That's the one thing you didn't understand. The one thing. Um, and so she ages quickly and kills that nice black lady who is That's just trying to do her job. The, the Amtrak G- even helped her out. She, she only charged her a little half. She upgrades from riding in the back of a freight train to driving to for riding her in an Amtrak. Yes. Uh, and then she ends up in Los Angeles. She becomes like a full grown adult. Mm-hmm. She immediately is like, I, I have nothing to do. So she's walking around. And I'm, we're going to talk about this more in a little bit. But she's like walking around the streets of Los Angeles mm-hmm. in a bra, mm-hmm. in a weird wedding dress. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, and, and she a fanny just pack. sees like Don't forget the fanny pack. And pregnant women. And she's like, I guess that's what I got to do. Yep. I'm going to fuck someone and have a baby now. And yet nobody would. And then the rest of the movie is just her being like, I got to fuck. fuck you. And then either deciding not to because that one guy was diabetic my name is chuck and i like to f- uh, i'm not gonna have a diabetic baby and then she try and then she again meets that dude who pays for her to go to the doctor after she's by a car yeah i know if you've never seen this movie and just hearing me describe it it I sounds sound insane like a lunatic but it, yeah i mean well basically the movie was, this movie though. is natasha henstridge walking around naked trying to get someone to fuck her before she turns into an alien squirts a baby out of her chest and then becomes like a spider person yeah and then turns into a terrible 90s cg at the end yeah and her mm. head explodes when if you michael were... madsen shoots <clears throat> her in the head with like a rocket launcher shotgun thing right boom boom this movie, if you were to tell me that there was like, there were problems writing it and there were, you know, different writers and it was kind of passed around, I would say, yes, like that, this is what it, it read like five different movies. Like there were all different things going on. Nobody really had anything kind of fleshed out or explained. Still don't really know what not Tom Sizemore was doing there. Who was he? It's what is his job? His what was his Michael job? Madsen. He's an actor? Uh, he was kind of big in the 90s for no a not him I'm saying like his character he he's the only person who makes sense in this whole movie he's like a hitman he kills things and, and he's the only one that I it, I don't understand why they called everyone else I understand why they called Forrest Whitaker in because he's that was dumb the fucking Stephen King uh, magic black person <laughs> who has superpowers yes in a world that is otherwise devoid of superpowers I guess. Like, we, we meet him, and he's in therapy, and he's just answering questions. But, like, there's someone outside, and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to answer the door. And he's like, oh, it's for me. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's fucking, not, that's not how, that's how empathy that's works. That's not empathy, right. <laughs> You're a fucking telepath, bro. <laughs> yeah. And I don't appreciate the ruse. It's, this it's m- weird. I understand why they felt like they needed, because there's... There's really no way to know anything about this character, about the main About character. the alien. I don't even call her oh, what, a villain. What's her name? She's, I'm not, she's not the villain. Sims? Sil. Sil. It's, it's short for something science yeah. It was the but search for extraterrestrial, whatever, whatever. Let's just dive into a theme I caught on this watching of the movie. All right. Uh, it's a little clunky Frankenstein. 
right? Yeah. Like they create her. Yes. And. And they are. They create her and then they have to kill her. They have to kill their creation. But she's apparently a monster. And it may. But the biologist lets us know. Well, and the empath. That the only reason that she's a monster is because of the way that she was not nurtured as a young. Yeah. Like during the early stages of her life. She grows so fast. Her way faster than a human. Um, And she's basically raised in isolation. Yeah. Without without, without any touch. And she has no concept of how like function in the world. Right. And then they're like this fucking lady monster. It's like, Seductress. well, well you, you, you made this lady monster mm-hmm. by not providing her with any, like, feelings yes. or emotional base. You cr- you created a psychopath. If Blade Runner taught us anything, you have to give them the cushion of memories. <laughs> <laughs> have we learned nothing from Blade Runner? Blade Runner teaches us everything. No, it's it, it definitely has, like, a Frankenstein-esque feel. Yeah. If Frankenstein... I definitely just see that. Wanted to wander the mountains of Bavaria and just fuck everyone. But I don't. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was definitely like a, se- a sex act, obviously. But it wasn't like, oh, I just want to fuck. It was, I'm th- at. She was like an id, right? Like when she ate, she like scarfed the food and like licked the bowls, and when. You know, she wants a dress or she wants to get dressed. She buys like a big wedding gown, not just like clothes that she sees on the street. And so at her base is I need to procreate. Yeah. Have to have a baby. Like as soon as she was able to, it was like time to go get a baby. Now, but do you think that's just her DNA programming or she acts very much like someone you see who's been like locked up in a room for a long time yeah like they get out and they're like i'm just gonna eat a that's fuck the gr- of food i'm gonna you know because they that's the great question isn't they're it? like emotionally stunted they're yeah. like still children in a lot of ways that's and, the question is this is she a product is this nature versus nurture yeah was and, she destined to act like this or did they make her this way and they talk about you know and it's just a throwaway theory like maybe they created a weapon that's going to take out everyone on the pl- or it's like maybe she doesn't want to be alone Right. Right? Like, there's no one else on the planet like her that understands her. She doesn't even understand herself. She has no idea what the fuck she is. She doesn't realize she says she's different point. until she cuts her fucking thumb off. And, and she realizes who she is and, and what she is. She gets progressively yeah, gross. meaner as the movie goes on because people are just, like, shooting at her. Right. <laughs> trying to kill her. And she's like, I, I why? At no point does someone try to talk to her like, and, like, a creature that would understand language. Yeah. At no point is that explained. The the closest we get to anyone having any sort of like, this sucks for you, is the very beginning when they're going to gas her. And she looks up at the, like, through the window. Mm-hmm. And she's Ben Kingsley. And he's just mouths the word, I'm sorry. And he's crying. And she's like, what? what? And then yeah. the rest of the movie, just everyone's being fucking awful to her. Right. And then they're like, why is she being such a cunt? Why is she being so terrible? Like, we're why just trying she to... she just let us kill her? We're just trying to murder her and her baby the entire time. Yeah. That's uh, that's America for you. Hey, the 90s. Yeah. Where it was like, women. Kind of evil, right? Yeah, for sure. Wild. This movie... <laughs> was it meant to have any kind of hidden meaning or is this a type of movie that's discussed or no this is just so a this movie, movie that was is what it is 
uh, originally different. It had a different ending. Okay. And the uh, practical effects were more, like, throughout. Okay. Um, The ending that you saw was kind of an afterthought. Um, When it didn't Originally, this movie was over two hours. Oh, thank you for not making me watch that. The H.R. Giger designed the monsters and then um, Steve Johnson, who is... Right. A pretty amazing effects man and his team built them. And there's like a 20 minutes of those, like her dream sequence of the two aliens power fucking. Oh, yeah. That's like a 20 minute sequence. Oh. And it was hella graphic. Like. Well, she was having, you know, sex dreams because she was coming into her hormones. It was supposed to be full on like you saw penetration. Wow. Deal. Is there, the is there a director's like, cut around that we somehow own? Like how that piqued your interest? No, I'm like, just thinking. I don't want like, to see a longer version of this. Well, there's two aliens. They're power <laughs> fucking. Well, let's reel that in. No, I'm, I'm I kind curious. of want to see that. No, it's. It, there's not. Like, I don't know if that footage ever. Um, so, how do we know that, it that exists? Because Geeker talked was, about it. <clears throat> was they, it something he wanted or was studio, it actually shot? He wanted it so bad. That, like, the train, the weird yes. skull train, Yes, the studio was like, we're not going to pay for that because that, why, why is that in the movie? that scene. It, yeah. And Giger's like, all right, fuck it. I'll pay for it. And he paid for it out of his own pocket. Like, it's a dream sequence, so I understand. <laughs> he was like, it's important. And then originally, um, like, I okay. think the original ending was she was going to turn into the full-on alien in a drive-in, and the drive-in okay. was going to be playing the movie Alien. Okay. And she was just going to be, like, full-on massacring people because the military was trying to kill her, and she was just, like, trying to have her baby. And they okay. ended up, like, rocket launching her. I don't know, something like that. And then, like, she gives birth as she's dying, and then, like, the military just stomped the baby to death. Oh, Jesus. And uh, the studio was like pass <laughs> that's a little much they saw it and they're like nah oh so they, they changed it to that that's why the ending is like it's in this weird room it's in the sewer it, well but yeah it's like in the sewer and then from the sewer they find oh there's like a earthquake created a crack and they go oh, to like a yeah, cave yeah 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 and it feels very tacked on because the ending is totally different from what was originally in the movie oh it this was movie, just that wild. Yeah. Now, it may sound like we are shitting on this movie. No, it was this an enjoyable movie, movie. Is bananas and it's fun. It's not great, but it made sense. It also made a shitload of money. Really? It's like fucking like three or four of these things. This was not one. That, I had a kind of a bubble when it came to movies of my like that age, and this wasn't in it, so I didn't know anything about it. Uh, I saw this movie because I was a teenage boy. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I can 100%. That, that's why these movies are made. Like. For teenage boys. Yeah. Like, wow, there's a lot of nudity in this movie. And there's a lot of weird nudity in this movie, too. With yeah. The aliens, like, dicks falling out of the nipples. and Yeah, and each time you see it, there's something new that you can see or figure out. Yeah, I get it. What, what? Yeah. This, this movie. This movie. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that, I mean, that, that encompasses... Most of the trivia, I didn't want to pull out a bunch of, like, 
here's some boring facts about this movie. Well, I'm glad you didn't because it's the end of the month. And you know what that means. We need to rank these movies, dear. Uh, oh, first let's do this. Let's, okay. Let's run through the the Arkoff method for denoting it if this is an exploitation movie. Okay. Right, the same as the Arkoff method. It's A-R-K-O-F-F. Is this an exploitation film? Does it have action? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a ton right off the bat. They're killing a kid. That's, uh, a, that's action. Yep. Is it revolutionary? Okay. Um, yeah, I mean... It's a new type of alien movie. I mean, it's a weird mixture of a lot of other movies. And I, I'm having a hard time thinking of another movie where an alien is just like, I'm just here to fuck. Um, <laughs> My name is Chuck. <laughs> I'm just here for, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a I'm good here time. for a good time. Because presumably, like, she would have aged equally fast. Like, right. she would have probably died in a couple days. Yeah. Maybe that's. They could have just held like, on. Like a. Like a fruit fly life cycle. Right. You know, just a couple days. Um, if they just kept her in a, you know, uh, it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of loose ends here now that we're kind of breaking it down. Killing? Yep. Oh, yeah. Tons of killing. Yeah. She blows that dude. This movie. Yes. I'll save it. I'll save it till we get to fornication because this is a hilarious fact okay. I forgot about. Um, Oratory. Um, I think it, most things I think kind of fall flat on that. I I disagree. I tend to think more things have good dialogue. I just don't remember um, them. Not this fucking movie though. This movie, the oratory, frustrated me because it was just like Forrest Whitaker. She's angry. Running around being like, she's mad. She's mad because you tried to shoot her. It's and like, then five minutes later, no saying she's over she there. went south. Like this doesn't she's make any running. sense. She's not comfortable. Like your powers are fucking that. inconsistent. Yeah. Um, and I, underst- I understood the alien more than I understood Forrest Whitaker's powers. I enjoy Forrest Whitaker both as a human and as an actor, and his usage in this movie was frustrating. 100% agree. Same with uh, Ben Kingsley. I'm like, Ben Kingsley. You're a NASA scientist, but you don't understand the basics of uh, reproduction, of child rearing is that the word i'm looking for Uh, like he there were moments where he felt like he was in different movies at different times like he was like you know part of the team i but i've also just i've got to do what i got to do like we can't let this get out we can't blah 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 and other times he's just like an irrational dickhead yeah and it doesn't make any sense he's very inconsistent totally agree michael madsen Straight consistent, maybe. Yeah, but he's not. Other explained. than the lead character, he's the most consistent. He's just like, I'm here to um, kill this thing, yeah, and fuck that lady. I'm gonna do and both of those things before this movie's over. And by God, he does. He does in a sex scene that I appreciate because it is awkward. <laughs> it's awkward very much what first sex is like, especially when you've been drinking. Yeah, like she's pulling his pants off and he's like giggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're drunk as fuck. It's not like some magical, like... On Long Island iced teas. Yeah. Um, Ice tea, yeah. Anyway, so fantasy fornication, yes, yes. Yes, yes. But the fornication thing. This movie did win an award. What award is that? A Razzie? This movie that I forgot. I should have hyped it up. I should have sold it this way. Uh Uh-oh. This movie was an MTV Best Kiss winner 
the MTV Movie Awards. For between who? When she blew the back of that dude's head out with her oh, tongue. Oh, okay. That one best kiss. Um, at the 90s MTV were a different time. Different time. I feel like that award peaked with yeah. um, Cruel Intentions. Possibly. <laughs> that's, the one, that's the one everyone our kind of and generation Spider-Man, remembers. That, that was of the two. Everyone's like, remember Spider-Man won it and then Cruel Intentions. Yeah. So, yeah, this movie is an exploitation film. This movie is... 100%. Like, I think that the people, the writer, and especially Giger, were like, we're going to put some more meaning in this. And but you got the director of Cocktail. <laughs> who was just on a and he was Coke like, blow He binge. was like, hey, let's have a super fun movie Sex um, where Natasha Entridge is naked a bunch. Yeah, let's do that. Be- be- here you go. Boop, 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 boop. What has she been up to lately, by the way? She's still acting. Probably in... living off of her species money. Possibly. I don't think she's doing a whole lot now. Oh, good on I her. She was a model. I hope she's, I hope she's I happy know, I don't know and healthy wherever she is. I don't know if you could tell this, but she was a model. She was a model. Before she became an actress. Skinny, skinny, almost no eyebrows at all. And heroin thin. And those are the models of the 90s. Uh, okay, end of the... Or Fiona Apple. Model in the 90s. Was she a model? Uh, I'm sure. I mean, she was in a lot of stuff. Like, a, that video was everywhere. She did something I wanted to do in the 90s. I bet. Was it her? Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, end of the month. Let's rate these movies. We've watched uh, Rabid Society Species. Uh, it Follows Species, right? Yes. All four of these <clears throat> gems of sex horror. All right. What is your last place all species that's your last place yeah 100%. society is my last place oh, i could have called that yeah spoiler i did alert. not did not like society it was so dumb spoiler alert for my number one <laughs> number three oh it's society i was just fucking around oh right. my number three is rabid okay fair fair number two um rabid species i put species as two i thought it was a more Interesting movie. But I think we both are about to agree on number one. Oh, it's, it follows. For sure. Yeah, it follows. It follows is so fucking good. It was really interesting and it took me places I was I didn't think it would. Um it was creepy in a new sort of way. So yeah, that's gonna be my number one pick this week. Uh, or this month, I mean. Yeah, I I totally whenever I was putting a month together, I knew it follows would probably be your favorite. Okay. Um, did you know I would not like society? Did umbrage. you call that one? I take umbrage with society. Well, you can take that umbrage and stick where I the sun don't shine. Enjoy it so much. Maybe it was dumb it's so as ridiculous. fuck. Ridiculous. Yes. So fun aside about society, real fast. Okay. So uh, let's wrap up the month in the with more info on society. In the, the pandemic, this month. In the pandemic, I had the pleasure of going to Tennessee and having a brunch. With Dick Warlock, who legendary stuntman. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm just letting the audience. Okay, know. I apologize. <laughs> legendary stuntman. Played, <laughs> Why are you telling me? Played Michael yeah. Myers in Halloween too. Like this was, was Kurt, Kurt Doug. This was during the pandemic, but it, it, everything was done very safe. Yeah, we stress that we, you know you didn't go and meet this person. You know, maskless we open, and we open mouth kissed. Well, Dick Warlock. You didn't need to tell him that. Um, no. Yeah, <laughs> but he was a. Uh, Kurt Russell stunt double, basically for almost the entirety of Kurt's career, p- 
host. Right. Used cars, I think. Anyway, his son is the lead of society. And that's his son? Yes. I think you said that and, in that episode. And we um it came up. And I totally forgot that you had met Dick Warlock. Yeah. Not just met, like had food with. Yeah, we like had, had a meal together. We had breakfast foods at like uh, what people need to know about you, Josh, is that you're so just calm and cool around celebrities and just in general, like famous people meet you and we just end up talking like Shelly Duvall almost gave you her private phone number, like had to be stopped from like, no, 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 you don't need to ma'am. like and then uh, what's his face from Nightmare on Elm Street 2. We must have sat there and talked to him for like an hour. Shelly Duvall did give me her home address. There you go. Like told me to come down and visit her. Yeah. Uh, I went, like people love people meet you and are just one. They went. You're one over. Like I, they went. Whatever. I would say that if you talk to uh, John um, John Carpenter, he would disagree because both times I've met John Carpenter, I have been a seven year old boy. <laughs> it was like I love you so much. I love you so much. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Dick Warlock, we, we society came up, um, and he was like, that movie is so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> did his son do any other movies? He did a ton of, like, soap operas on TV and stuff. I, yeah, he definitely had the soap opera look. He was a good-looking kid. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that society's a good movie. No. But goddamn, it's a fun movie. Yes. <laughs> I would agree with you on that wholeheartedly it was a good time but it was dumb as fuck okay it's like if fraggle rock descended into an orgy (laughs) okay uh any (laughs) live with that image it's not i mean it's more like if the garbage heap from fraggle rock if all the if all the fraggles jumped in okay anyway yeah so next month march what is our theme well I wanted to do this fun aside of sex horror. Isn't that what we just did? For February. Right. Uh, originally, I had something planned for February to follow our poltergeist month. Which And so that's so what we're doing in March? we're doubling back to ghosts, baby. All right. Ghosts. Um, so ghosts. week, I might actually achieve the title of the podcast and kill you. Oh, frick. When we watch Insidious. 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 Okay. What, what? Until then. I'm Josh. I'm Cindy, and I'm still his girlfriend. Yay!